Welcome to the chalkboard, my fellow football nerds, for episode 115 of Chalk Talk. I am your host, Shane Half, and you can follow me on Twitter, YouTube, and threads at Shane Half NFL. I am joined today by the best co-host in the game. You've heard him on the Tough Cover radio show. It is Mark Henry Jr. Give him a follow on Twitter at Mark Henry Jr. underscore. Mark, how are you doing this evening? I'm doing well. If you see me fist pumping or crying uh, or, or cursing, uh, I'll try to keep it PG, but it's because there, there is a Phillies game going on as well. But don't don't let that don't let that fool you. I spent way too much time putting a cheat sheet together for this draft. So I'm very excited. <laughs> All right. And we are joined by a special guest today. It is Dives. Give him a follow on Twitter at Mr. Crockpot Dives. How are you doing this evening? I'm good, man. I'm a little nervous. Uh, admittedly, like you guys follow the NFL way more than I do. I cover the NFL draft heavily. So like unless they get drafted by the Philadelphia Eagles, I don't really follow them that much. Like they're my babies and then they get drafted and I say goodbye and it's all tears and sadness and whatever. But I'm excited to do this. Uh, these are a lot of guys that I've scouted. Uh, so uh, this is going to be a really fun show. Yeah, this is a good show for Dives to join uh, because today we are drafting all under 25 teams. So guys that have been drafted in the last couple of years uh, and a few rules I'll go over here as we wait on Mark to rejoin, whatever happened there. But uh, we're going to be drafting teams geared towards 11 personnel. So three receivers, one tight end, one running back. On defense, we're going to be drafting towards nickel personnel. So three corners or three safeties, whatever, five defensive backs. There's flexibility in a three-man front versus a four-man front, whatever. Drafting rookies is allowed, although I'll wait to I'll wait to talk about how Mark's rookie picks flopped last year uh, until he's back in here. But drafting rookies is allowed. Uh, the only rule really is that players have to be under 25 when week one happens. So, for example, Jalen Hurts, under 25 turns 25 in a couple weeks he's ineligible for this draft they must be under 25 when the season starts so uh we spun for picks prior to the show uh dives got the first pick i got the second pick and mark got the third pick and so dives is going to lead us off here in a minute but i i kind of was actually going to wait and see if mark joined (laughs) us back i'm not sure what happened to mark mark where are you (laughs) Uh, he's not on the, in the studio yet. Should I just make my pick? Yeah, I guess so. We'll go, <laughs> I guess we'll go ahead and get started and then we'll see what happens when it gets to Mark's pick. If, <laughs> if he's still gone. So uh, I do have a, a sheet that I'll be popping up as we go. Uh, I'm not going to keep it up the whole time. Oh, good. Here's Mark. So Mark is back. He's on his phone now. I recognize that view. Well, we'll be back on the laptop in, in minutes. I just didn't want to hold things up too much. Okay. I went over the rules and the draft order, Mark. Uh, I said that rookies are allowed in this draft, uh, but I was saving this for when you came back. I did want to point out that you drafted Andrew Booth, Devin Lloyd, Nicobe Dean, and Daxton Hill last year. So My my answer for that would be that I think it's easier to find replacement level replacements for guys who underperform than it would be to substitute for the, the fact that I got Sauce Gardner. So I think True. Sauce Gardner is so much better than replacement level and other <laughs> rookies. I'm willing to take a swing sometime. There's an interesting conversation at one position that I can't wait to have, actually. Yeah, the, 
I, I'm still I'm still a little upset that I lost last year when so many of Mark's guys were rookies, but it's okay. We'll let it go, and we'll throw it here to Dives for the first overall pick. And we are snake drafting this, by the way, so it'll go Dives, me, Mark, and then Mark gets a second pick, and it'll come back. All right, so I got the number one pick. I didn't want this pick. Uh, I'd rather let Mark and Shane squirm. Uh, but this one goes against kind of my philosophy. Uh, when you look at players under 25 um, in this ranking, I got to go with the best of the best. He's arguably the best in his position maybe ever. Uh, so give me Justin Jefferson, wide receiver out of the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, he has dominated ever since joining the NFL, back to back to back, unbelievable seasons, made unbelievable moments uh in his career already uh I, I apparently that looks like the good the right pick because i wasn't even sure about that one give me justin jefferson all right no then- you just you just gave the draft to shane dogs <laughs> yeah oh i'm so sad in, in that case i will sprint to the podium to take trevor lawrence uh trevor lawrence mark and i actually kind of chatted about this off air earlier but uh, Trevor Lawrence, there's just not a lot at quarterback when you're talking under 25, especially with Jalen Hurts aging out of that now. So uh, Trevor Lawrence is a guy that I he was he was my slam dunk number one guy. Justin Jefferson, you're absolutely right. One of the best guys potentially at his position ever. He's the best player on the list. There's no doubt about oh, yeah. that. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, but they're – but Trevor Lawrence is is my guy, and I think he's a huge – he's a steal there. So I'll take Trevor Lawrence. That puts Mark on the clock for back-to-back picks. Yeah, it makes me sad. Uh, it makes me sad, but only because I would have rather seen Dives win than Shane. Um, but I'm going to do another thing that makes me sad. I'm going to take Eagles fan. Uh, I'm going to take Eagles fan Michael Parsons. Um, have, to, have to put him at edge. Now that Lawrence is off the board, I kind of feel okay – letting QB slide a little bit. So I'm going to beef up my defense. I think Parsons, obviously, I think there's a big gap between who, whoever you want to say the next best edge is. Obviously you could use him as a linebacker. I want, if you're James Frank, if, if you're James Franklin at Penn state. Um, but yeah, Jefferson is a lot better than Trevor, but there's also a lot of really good receivers. That's, that's what Jamar Chase and uh, there's Jamar Chase, there's CeeDee Lamb, there's Devontae Smith, there's the gap, the gap between wide receiver two and wide receiver nine is smaller than QB one and QB two. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's, Hold that's on. Is, it, is this 25 and under, or is it 24 and under? Under 25. Under 25, under 25 when week one happens. So, does that mean you can be 25 or no? No. Not, okay. be, not you can at that be, point. If you turn 25 on September 9th, you're good. Yeah. I just want to make sure. All right. Yeah. So, but yeah, so, you guys are right. Justin Jefferson's the hands down. Well, yeah, I think you can make an argument between Jefferson and Parsons, who's the better player. But I'd say if Jefferson's the better player, it just comes down to positional scarcity a little bit. But yeah, yeah Micah Parsons, fantastic pick there at number three. Uh, and you get another one here. So what, what's your second pick? And I took him last year. We just talked about it. But it's pretty rare that you see a guy as a rookie cement themselves as arguably the best player at their position. Um, and, and that's Sauce Gardner. So I, I'm going to go with my guy, Sauce. Um, he's part of the reason, like, I, I, 
there's part of me that feels a little down about the Jets. As we get closer, I'm looking more into it, and I'm like, ah, I'm not sure if I'm fully in on the Jets. But then I keep reminding myself that they have literally one of the most elite commodities in the NFL in maybe the best corner in, in football. So um, Sauce Gardner, I, and I like where I'm starting here with my defense. Hopefully my offense can keep up eventually. All right. So that puts me on the clock for my second pick. Uh, and I'm looking positional scarcity here again. Uh, and I'm going to go to the offensive line and I'm going to take offensive guard Landon Dickerson. Dickerson was top two in both pass block win rate and run block win rate last year as an offensive guard. I think it's a position where there's a little bit of scarcity in terms of players you can get, uh, especially now that this is a three-person draft. So I'm going to take Landon Dickerson here as an offensive guard. And that puts Dibes up. Dibes, you get to double dip now. Oh, man. Um. You know, it's an offensive league, man. You look at how the Eagles had the, one of the best defenses of all time and the Kansas City Chiefs, field or not, uh, turf or not, uh, Patrick Mahomes carved them up. Um, so I'm, I might just go straight offense here. I don't know. Uh, we'll see. I'm looking at my best available here. Um, I've already got Justin Jefferson uh, as my 1A. Uh, I'm going to go with my next player here. Give me, um, yeah, let's go crazy here. Give me Jamar Chase for the Cincinnati Bengals uh, and solidify an unbelievable duo there on the outside. Um, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait for that position. Uh, Ultimately, uh, I need to get a great, guy at tackle give me Rashawn Slater uh for the Los Angeles Chargers uh I love that guy okay so Rashawn Slater okay there we go uh so Rashawn Slater offensive tackle comes off of the board for dives great picks great picks there great picks and that puts uh let's see that puts me back on the clock I've already got Trevor Lawrence I have Landon Dickerson. I'm going to go to the defensive side of the ball and I'm going to take Kyle Hamilton. I think Kyle Hamilton really started to come into his own down the stretch last year. Uh, I think I expect really big things out of him this year. And again, that's a position where I think there's a little bit of a drop off in terms of the talent that's available. So I'll take Kyle Hamilton and that puts Mark on the clock for a double pick. I don't think it's fair. I don't get any of these double picks, by the way. <laughs> double picks are fun. You got Trevor Lawrence. Stop complaining over there. But um, Kyle Hamilton, did you know he ended up grading out as the best safety in the NFL last season on PFF? After like yeah. the first month of people complaining about him getting burnt by double moves and saying, oh, he looks terrible. Literally, the first rookie safety in the history of the PFF. Uh-oh. Mark froze. Oh no. Yeah. He'll probably go back to his phone. That happens from time to time, but yeah, he was, he was incredible. I'm back. He's back. Yeah. You're back. Yeah. He's, I think, okay. I think he had the best rookie safety PFF grade of all time. And he's the first rookie uh, to lead the, lead the uh, position uh, in PFF grade. I'm going to stick. I'm going to go nuts here. 
Dives went nuts in terms of loading up his wide receivers. So if we're playing in a little three-team division, I've got to go nuts loading up my corners. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to go crazy, and I'm going to take, in my opinion, the second-best corner in the NFL. I think I have the two best, and it's Patrick Sertain. Um, Patrick Sertain, it's pretty unbelievable. He's still under 25, and he's going to be going into the season. Um, so, yeah, Patrick Sertain is an absolute stud. Um, feels like it was forever ago that we were evaluating him as a draft prospect, and I feel like we were all really high on him. And he's even better than we could have hoped. I feel like we all said he was rock solid. I don't know if we any of us saw him becoming an all-pro, all-pro, no doubt about it, top five corner in the league, and that's definitely what he is. And then here's where it gets tough. I want to make another pick on the defense. I really do. There's a guy there, and I want to do it, but I can't. I have three defenders. I don't have anyone on offense, and there's a quarterback there. And if I have a lack of skill position talent on offense, or at least not the top-of-the-line receivers because Dives has the top two, I'm going to take a quarterback who can make a lot happen with his legs. And I'm going to take a quarterback who is a playmaker in it of himself and a guy who we put out the short earlier this week. I'm a lot higher on as a quarterback in terms of throwing the ball than I think a lot of people are out there. And it's Justin Fields. I mean, you look at what he did in college and in college, that makes, that makes it a bad pick. If Dives wasn't thinking about Justin Fields, that means I shouldn't have, I should have waited to do it. So I was going to take him and put him at running back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So bad job by me in terms of value there. But I'm happy to add Fields. Um, I, I think that he's by far QB two. Uh, I don't. I guess Dives is. I thought he wasn't that high on this rookie QB class. So I feel like Dives is gonna have to go diving for whoever his QB one was. I forget <laughs> who it was. Um, but I think that's what he's gonna have to do. And I would rather take what I saw in Fields last year than any of the rookies. Um, and I and I'm high on a couple of the rookies. Uh, but um, that just means that's how high I am on fields. So uh, that, those are my picks right there. Mark, I really thought you were about to say that since Dibes already has the best two receivers, I'm going to take a quarterback that's used to playing without receivers in and Justin well, Fields. Yeah, he is. Yeah, you'd have to go back to Ohio State to the last time he had NFL receivers. But that should change this year, even though I've, we've talked about it. I'm not as high on DJ Moore uh, as everyone else is. I think he's more of a wide receiver too, but at least he's competent. Yeah, man, I'm really torn. There's there's another spot that I think there's a big drop off, but the player that I want to take is not a superstar player. And I'm seeing your guys's team starting to get these superstars and I don't think anyone's going to vote for mine. So I've got this internal struggle of if I should pander for votes or go for the biggest <laughs> gap. Um, and I think I, I'm going to go. I'm going to go for. I'm going to go for votes right now because I don't think Dives is going to take this guy that I'm thinking of, and I'll get Ooh. him on the wraparound maybe. But Love it. Uh, I'm going to go for uh, another cornerback. Dives has the receivers. I'm going to get a cornerback. I'm going to go get A.J. Terrell. A.J. Terrell was fantastic Good pick. until about halfway through last season. Now, the thing is, halfway through last season, Atlanta was a train wreck. And so I think A.J. Terrell is a fantastic player. Uh, I think he's the third best cornerback. I had him rated as my third best cornerback in this exercise. And so with him still being available and the receivers dives has, I'm going to lock down AJ Terrell uh, and bring it back to dives. And so here's a look at the teams uh, where we're at right now for you guys tracking along at home dives. So you can kind of see where you're at and you are up with two picks. All right. So both of you guys have your quarterbacks. Uh, so we're going to be, and we're not doing backups, correct? Correct. 
So I can put, I can. Yeah, last, you can, you can wait I, till I, the I last round. <laughs> All right. Or you can take um, one now. Up to you. <laughs> no. All right. Uh, so I am on the clock here. Um, That's a man who's done podcast drafts before, by the way, dives there in categories and stuff like that. That's a man who's used to, He's doing movie drafts and such. He has to get a horror and a comedy. Yeah, exactly. He's got a leg up on us there. Uh huh. Quentin Um, says Mac Jones. Unfortunately, Mac Jones turns twenty-five three days before the season starts. Oh, does he? I he I didn't even look it up because he wasn't on my list. But I I I thought about him. I was like, oh, he's probably a a candidate. Yeah, he turned September fifth, and September eighth is the first game. So, all right. Um. Gosh, this is going to be interesting. I didn't even realize this would happen, but it just the way the cards, it's the way you get dealt the cards, I guess. Uh, so number, what, what, what pick is this? I don't even know. It's been number four. Uh, I'm going to go and finally address the defense. Give me Aiden Hutchinson, uh, an edge rusher here. Uh, I need to get some sort of playmaking there. Uh, so lock that in. Aiden Hutchinson uh, had a, very solid rookie year, nine and a half sacks, 52 tackles, uh, did a really good job. Um, I want to take, I really want to take Shane's boy here, uh, but that's just positional value is just not great. Uh, so I'm going to go um, and get me a, a, a right tackle that has some of the best upside of the entire draft here. Give me Penny Sewell. For the Detroit Lions. I'm going Detroit Lions back to back, which I did not expect here. <laughs> All right. So Aiden Hutchinson, Panay Suel. Maybe the Lions have drafted pretty good the last two years. <laughs> so okay, that puts me up on the clock. I'm gonna pull the trigger on my guy now. I'm gonna take Nick Bolton, linebacker. Okay. Uh, I think he's kind of the only good linebacker that's out there. Uh that's a standout. Like I know, I know our guy, but you Nick watch. Bolton is like a legit really good linebacker in a league that just doesn't have a lot of good young linebackers now. So Nick Bolton, you come play for my football team. Now I, that leaves me with something I'm very excited to do because it's the guy that I wanted to take last round and I'm going back to the defensive side of the ball. Um, Has there been a rookie taken yet? I don't Uh, think so. I don't think so. So positional, positional value helps out here as well. Give me Philadelphia Eagle defensive nice. tackle, Jalen Carter. I love absolutely it. love that pick. Uh, I, that's my favorite pick I've made so far. I think putting Carter next to Parsons, you can, I mean, when Parsons comes to the Eagles in three years, that's going to be fun, man. That's going <laughs> to be an awesome pair. I mean, eat your heart out, Dallas. Um, and then my next pick, I'm going to go with a guy who hasn't necessarily been anything close to what we hoped in the NFL. So it feels crazy to pick him over some of the names that are available. But again, it's a positional value situation, and I don't really like anything else at the position unless we're talking about a rookie. So I'm going to go with Kyle Pitts. I'm actually going to go with Pitts at tight end here. Um, I'm still higher on Pitts than I think consensus is. And I think Arthur Smith for as much of the, I think he's done a lot that's good. And I think he's raised the floor of that team. I think that team has not been very talented. I think he's done a horrific job utilizing Kyle Pitts. And maybe that has something to do with the quarterback position. Hopefully that changes this year with Ritter. We'll see. But um, Kyle Pitts is still a guy who I believe in the talent. I mean, you look at a guy like, I mean, Kyle Pitts was 
double the prospect that Evan Engram was, but Evan Engram still went back into the first round, right? Again, to the Giants, if mm-hmm. I'm not mistaken. Look at what happened with him. I mean, he had a full three or four years in New York where he couldn't put it together, had a lot of problems, and then he, you know, leaves, goes to Jacksonville, has a competent quarterback, and guess what? He's really good. Like, and he made a lot of money now. Like, that that could be what happens with Kyle Pitts. Like, I could totally see two more years of Pitts not exactly being what we wanted him to be. And then he goes to, like, I don't know, you know, Cincinnati. And it's like, oh, he's really good. Who knew? So that, that's that's my pick there. All right. Uh, I, I'm a big Kyle Pitts guy as well. I think, you know, if they have a quarterback, it might help out their tight end a little bit. But. Uh, we'll see what he's able to do this year. So that puts me on the clock. I'm going to take the guy because I don't think Dibes will let him get back to me again. So Creed Humphrey, <laughs> come right on thing. down. Creed Humphrey has been my guy. He's always been my guy. He's the second best center in the NFL uh, behind only Jason Kelsey. And I think there's a pretty good size drop off there. So positional value, don't care. Star football player. I- I'll take Creed Humphrey to go right next to Landon Dickerson. The positional scarcity outweighs it because there's a huge gap to the next best center that's under 25. So mm-hmm. maybe the positional value of center is not as high. You know my whole thing on positional value, though. I, I outside of running back, I think like undervaluing centers and safeties is ridiculous. So um, I, I think they're very important, and I think that's yeah. a great thing. I think that's the right thing. Yeah, positional scarcity has been a big thing so far, and in, in how I set up my board at least for this. Just, so. It's a big fantasy football topic in the world of fantasy football, Shane. Come yeah. join us. <laughs> okay. Dives, that puts you up for two oh. picks here. Oh, snap. Okay, that happened fast. Can I get your board up real quick just so I can see how you rank the positions again? I'll show you, I'll show you your team. I'm not showing you my board. <laughs> All right. Wait, you got um, Sorry. Yeah, I'm going to go with our second rookie here as the Phillies lose here to the Baltimore Orioles. Yeah, um, let me get um, a guy that's a rookie. Um, I'm going to put him at linebacker, like I guess Sam linebacker, just like Hassan Reddick, and Will Anderson Jr. Uh, for the Houston Texans. Uh, I, just an unbelievable prospect. Has always been uh, arguably my favorite prospect right up there with Jalen Carter uh, through this draft process. Uh, Will Anderson Jr., uh, is off the board. Uh, so I have Aiden Hutchinson. I have Will Anderson Jr. Um, let me skim my power rankings real quick. This is this is going to be a fun exercise uh, because of how we rank uh, positions positions of need. You know what I mean? Um, but I'm going to go with the guy that I was really high on through the draft. And it sucked to see him, not sucked, but sucked to see him not go to the Eagles. But it was fun to see him dominate for the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, I'm going to address the cornerback position. Give me Tariq Woolen. Uh, Tariq Woolen was excellent for the Seahawks. Uh, he had six interceptions, 12 force incompletion, six foot four. Uh, give me a unicorn there on the outside, Tariq Woolen. It's a great yeah. pick. Yeah, Tariq Woolen was my pick if you didn't take him. So I'm going to have to. Think on the fly now. I love that pick. Loved the player. Desperately wanted him in Philadelphia. And, of course, he went one pick before the Eagles were on the clock. Not that they would have taken him anyways because they don't draft good cornerbacks. But, uh, anyways, that puts me on the clock. I'm scrambling a little bit now. 
do I still want to go? No. Okay. I'm going to take, uh, I'm just going to go back to the offensive line. I'm going to take Tristan Wirfs. I think Tristan Wirfs is a incredible offensive tackle. One of the best young offensive tackles in the league. So I'll just continue to build my offensive line here. So Tristan Wirfs is with me and that puts you on the clock again. Yeah, so this is where it's tough. My first pick, I know I'm making this pick, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Devonta Smith. That's that's my easy one here. Uh, so even even with me not feeling like I'm I gave Fields the best possible options at receiver, I still have Smith and Pitts to start out here. So I feel pretty good about that. And the the question is, what do I do here with this second pick? I'm gonna go with i'm gonna go with another receiver double up i'm gonna go with cd lamb (laughs) i didn't expect that at all uh but yeah give me another receiver give me shane's oklahoma sooner buddy give me cd lamb that's my second cowboy that's disgusting um but i guess i have two eagles too so it weighs out okay uh cd lamb i like that I, i like that duo that, that's a really good, that's an interesting duo if you're thinking about how you'd utilize him too. Cause like you would think Devonte would be really good out of the slot, but he's played out wide so much for Philadelphia and CD lamb almost exclusively moved to the slot this last year. Uh, it's a very interesting duo there. So I think they're both the types of guys who can just do whatever you want. Yeah. Yeah, for I'm, sure. Like that, yeah. That's what makes them so cool. Okay, man. I don't like how heavy I'm getting on the offensive line, but I think I'm about to take another offensive lineman. (laughs) I'm going to take Andrew Thomas. I'm going to get my other offensive tackle. Uh, Andrew Thomas really struggled uh, as we all know, as a rookie. And then he was phenomenal. One of the best left tackles in football last year. So uh, I'll take Andrew Thomas to go on the left side of my line. Uh, Tristan Wirfs is on my right side and, I've got a killer offensive line, even if I don't have anything else right now. Mm. So I'm up. Yep. So dives, you're up with two picks now. Man, oh man, this is where it gets hard. Uh, do I pick my guys or do I pick who I think is like, this, this is tough. Um, I, I don't like this position whatsoever. Uh, so I'm just going to roll with it. Um, it's a homer pick. Uh, give me Jordan Davis, interior defensive line. There's not a lot of guys out there, um, unless you guys correct me wrong. No, there's not. <sighs> give no, me. I thought I contemplated Davis because there's not many good run stuffing guys. So not. It's shocking. Um, all right. So that's number one. Number two. I've got a cornerback in the books, but um, gosh, this one's hard because there's there's one guy that's my guy, and there's another guy that I, I, I'm really high on um, as well. Um, yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm just going to do it. Um, Quentin Moore would like you to take Brock Purdy. I'm not doing it. Um, give me – I'm going to go my guy because this is my draft. Um, give me Jaquan Brisker, safety for the Chicago Bears. Uh, I was a big fan of his through the draft process. 
Uh, he had a really good year, four sacks, an interception, 15 games, uh, over 100 tackles. Jaquan Brisker uh, for me. All right, is that how you spell that? I think I spelled that right. You got it right. Okay. Okay, that puts me back up on the clock. I'm going to go ahead and take uh, another cornerback here. I'm going to take Trevon Diggs. Uh, I think Trevon Diggs, I know he's polarizing, right? 2021 interception leader. He also gave up tons of yardage and coverage. But last year, I thought he kind of started started to go more towards the middle. Not as many interceptions. Wasn't picked on quite as much in coverage. He's a feast or famine player, but in today's NFL – what's the difference in giving up a 70 yard touchdown versus giving up a long touchdown drive? Like you need to make plays on defense to get these good offenses off the field. I think Trevon Diggs can do that. And so I'll take Trevon Diggs to pair with AJ Terrell in my secondary. All right. I'm going to go with a boring pick here first that I won't comment much on. Um, I'll take Christian Barmore um, from new England defensive tackle elite elite run stuffer so you put him with Jalen Carter and I think that makes a lot of sense just fit wise um and then you know I'll go with another boring one let's make it a an all boring Ah. wait actually before I make that pick oh you guys have both made but you guys accidentally flashed my board up there but none of you saw it (laughs) I didn't see it fast you guys don't need tackles so I'm not going to make the pick I was just about to make on second thought um, I'm going to go with a weird pick that you wouldn't expect me to make. I think I was the lowest um, on him out of the three uh, in the draft this year. Um, he was a guy that a lot of people call generational that I didn't really consider generational. And this is similar to Creed Humphrey with the center position. Um, I don't really think there's a lot of good running backs out there. And there's fine ones, but there's one guy who has a chance to be an elite one if people are correct about him as a prospect. So I'll go with B. John Robinson. Nice pick. All right. I think that is a good pick as well. Uh, that puts me back on the clock, and I'm going to go take um, – let's see. Who do I want to take? I'm going to take Jalen Waddle. Give me speed, 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 speed. Uh, Jalen Waddle's coming off his second straight season of over 1,000 rushing yards. Uh, as long as he's healthy, he's going to be an elite receiver. It doesn't matter who his quarterback is. He can be good if Skylar Thompson has to come in and play for a game or two. So uh, give me Jalen Waddle to pair with Trevor Lawrence to get my first receiving weapon. Nice. All right. I'm on the clock. Um, looking at who's available here. Um Yeah, I mean, this is not a position I value. I'm going to keep skimming my my big board here. All right, um, I'm going to go – I don't even know how to pronounce his first name, but he plays for the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, Tala Noah Hufanga. Tala Noah Hufanga. Tala Noah. Uh, a guy that can shore up with Jacob Brisker. Uh, at my safety position. Um, and then I'm going to put a guy on the interior uh, who I was really high on. I think pound for pound, one of the most talented dudes uh, for the Tennessee Titans. Give me Peter Skaronsky. I'm going to move him inside. Okay, so offensive guard. Yep. At Talano Hufanga is interesting because he was an all-pro last year. 
and like half of the 49ers fan base hates that guy because he's prone to some coverage busts. So like he's a very polarizing guy too, but I think he's a really good player. Nice. Okay. That puts me on the clock. Um, which direction do I want to go here? I think. Hmm. Give me, I'm going to take Jalen Phillips. I need a pass rusher. Uh, Jalen Phillips had an incredible year last year. Uh, He's a really good football player. I'm not sure if I'm going to stand him up or put a hand in the dirt. Uh, I'll figure that out later. But Jalen Phillips is going to be my first pass rusher selected. I'm going to go with Javon Holland. No! (laughs) Wow. He was Um, right there. Yeah, I'm going to go with Holland. I would have taken Ufanga over Holland if it makes you feel any better. Um, Can you pull up the draft board for me? Yes. Deciding positionally here. Hmm. Can we get get creative with these cornerbacks? Yeah. What do you mean? You'll see. I think I I I know exactly who he means. If I had to, if I had to guess. Um. All right. I'm gonna make my first offensive line pick, which is concerning. Um. (laughs) And I'm gonna and I'm gonna go with a guy who I, PFF had as number five at his position going into this year. I'm gonna go with center Tyler Linderbaum. Um, so, I that actually I think Dives will be a lot more comfortable with a certain rookie center that he's in love with um, than I would have been in terms of having the third center here. So I'm happy to get the clear number two center on the board, even though there is a gap between Humphrey and Linderbaum. I think there's a gap between Linderbaum and whoever the number three guy would be. Okay. Let's see. Is there any positions that I don't need to worry about because you guys already picked them? I don't think so. All right. So I just have to go. My board's wide open. Mark can avoid offensive tackles. Dibes can avoid a quarterback. Um, I probably need to continue to address my defensive trenches. So give me Kavon Thibodeau. Uh, oh, good, good I, pick. I, I like Kavon Thibodeau a lot in the draft. Uh, I'll probably have him be my stand-up guy and maybe Phillips more my traditional like defensive end. But Kavon Thibodeau, I thought, really came on as the season went along last year. Uh, and I can get on board with Jalen Phillips and KT rushing the passer. Yeah, it's a great pick. Yeah, that's a good one. All right, that, does that put you on the board for two? All right. Um, all right, give me – I'm going to address the linebacker position. Give me Patrick Queen out of the Baltimore Ravens. Um, very good run stuffer, helping out uh, Jordan Davis there. Um, over 300 tackles the last three years. Um and then my next position, um, I don't like the depth here either, uh, so I'm just going to do it. Oh, I don't know if I want to. Is that too early? Oh, my God. <laughs> Question marks. Um, yeah, let's do it. I'm going to just do it. Uh, give me Dalton Kincaid for the Buffalo Bills as my tight end. Ooh, okay. Okay, Elton Kincaid. That puts me on the clock. I'm going to take another position here that I just think this is the last good guy. 
So I'm going to go ahead and take him and it's Cameron curl safety from Washington to be my second safety. Uh-huh. I'm a big Cameron curl fan. And I also just don't really think there's much else in the way of safety. So uh, give me curl uh, and Mark, you're up for two now. So I'm going to make a weird pick here. I'm going to take Elijah Vera Tucker. I'm going to put him at guard for now, but okay. I, I reserve the right to change that to tackle later on in the draft. If the draft, I will see. Um, well, nobody, uh, nobody else is taking an offensive yeah. tackle. We're both locked out. So yeah, I guess it more so depends on how the guards play out more than anything else. Um, so then let me take a look over here. Yeah. I've got to go with a linebacker. I've got to go with my guy who Shane just absolutely disrespected beyond belief. Um, I'm going to go with Jeremiah Uwusu Koromoa. Um, I had him number two behind Bolton, but it was dead even. And I think they were back to back in PFS linebacker rankings heading into this season. So I think JOK is a really interesting player. I think he allows you to do a lot. And I think he opens up a lot of things for the players around him. Um, and the way he would be behind Carter and, um, and Barmore is kind of what we're hoping Dean will be behind Barmore or behind obviously Jordan Davis and Jalen Carter. So I like those picks there. All right. Uh, Dives, you took Rashawn Slater, right? Correct. Forgot to delete him. Okay. Anyways, uh, I am up now and I'm going to finish out my offensive line. Uh, give me Trey Smith, offensive guard from the Chiefs. I think Trey Smith is also a fantastic player and in perhaps an overcommitment to the offensive line, I got my top rated guy at all five offensive line positions. So uh, I might've invested too much in the trenches, but you know, the Eagles just rode that to a Super Bowl, So we'll see how it works for me. And so dives, I think that puts you up here on the board with two picks. Here's a look at the team so far. This is getting intense, man. So defensive line could be anything we want to just throw in there, like a flex. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It just kind of gives you some, like if you're running a four, three, that'd be a defensive tackle. If you're running a three, four, it would be more of like a defensive end. So okay. it, there's a lot of flexibility there. Okay. Um, let me skip my board here. Oh, man. Starting to get tough. (laughs) Oh, man. I should have prepped more. Um, I'm going to address the cornerback position. Give me Christian Gonzalez uh, there next to Tariq Woolen. Even though Witherspoon went over him, um, I think he's a great prospect. Um, and then both of you guys, what's Mark? Where's Mark? We both Shane does not have a running back. Okay. Um, so we're not, go, are we going, are we picking based on votes? Or are we picking based on how many, you know, how you maybe would build a team? Yeah. How you would build a team. I mean, we'll put it, we can put them up for votes, but mainly I'm just we're talking how like, you would build a team. So if I picked a guy that I think probably would have really good numbers this year, uh, does that hold any weight? I mean, it's not like fantasy football. It's just kind of a thought exercise of, I mean, context matters for these guys. So like, you know, Jalen Waddle is going to get, you know, have better 
numbers than Devonte Smith, that doesn't mean he's a better player. It's just kind of how you would build your team out who you think the best players and fits are. All right. Um, I, I'm just going to go with the best uh, player available. Uh, give me Garrett Wilson. I'm going to throw him in my slot. Uh, the dude knows how to run a route and bust a move. So um, he's just the best available. All right. That puts me back on the board. I I'm lot you guys are locked out of tight end, so I don't need to go tight end yet. Um probably wouldn't hurt me to take a wide receiver. So I'm gonna go with the real best wide receiver that was on the board, and that is T. Higgins. So give me T. Higgins to pair with Jalen Waddle. Uh and Mark, now you're up for two. This gets tough here. This is this is definitely separates the men from the boys here a little bit here while you're um, thinking here freddie says that your team looks amazing dives and wants to know what in the world you're going to do at quarterback oh i have a clear <laughs> quarterback. he's going to wait till the last round we can't take oh there's no question what i'm doing at quarterback hmm. and that's good if we put this to votes i'm probably gonna that's gonna win me everything here <laughs> I'm struggling. All right. I'll take a slot corner um, just because I think he's very much a slot corner and he fits perfectly with my other two guys. I'll take Trent McDuffie. Um, nice. who had a, a hell of a year for Kansas city in the slot. Hmm. This is Trent McDuffie. I loved that dude in the draft. I was not as high as you were. Um, he, was, he was very, very good. I think I had him all the way up at like 12th on my board or something like that. I was really high on him. Can I see the big board, please? Yes. These next like few rounds are going to be tough. Filling out the roster. Now it's all yeah. about just trying to figure out who you guys are going to think of to pick. This is tough. You guys are locked out of edge. Hmm. Oh, I didn't see Cameron Curl. I was just like, I was totally thinking about Cameron Curl. I missed that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. I'll go with linebacker. I'm projecting here and they probably overlap too much, but oh, well, Uh, I'll take N'Kobe Dean. There's just no one else that interests me at all. Um, one, one more name that interests me a little bit, but, um, I'll figure out the fit later that they can make it work. Hey, uh, Nicobe Dean for the second year in a row selected by Mark. He will in fact play more than 43 snaps this year though. (laughs) So we'll, we'll find out what he's all about. So, okay. That puts me back on the clock. There's, there's two linebackers I'm okay with, and I'm fine with letting dives make the first pick there. Uh, I'm going to go cornerback here. I'm going to give me a Sante Samuel Jr. Uh, wow. He, Interesting. Okay. Uh, he played really well last year for the Chargers. He gives me some versatility if I want to kind of play him as a safety and three safety type looks uh, versus a slot corner. Uh, so filled out my secondary. I'll take a Sante Samuel Jr. Nice. I was feeling better about waiting on safety or on corner until Mark took Trent McDuffie. And then I knew I needed to jump on a guy. <laughs> All right. So you're up for two dives. All right. So I'm on the board here. Um, I still don't have quarterback running back. Still have a 
gap in my offensive line, which kills me, absolutely destroys me. Um, yeah, let's just lock it in. Guys that, you know, guys, I've been high on this guy all through the draft process. Give me John Michael Schmitz there uh, as my center. Uh, I think he's going to be a stud. Um, dude is a beast. And then where do we go for guard? Uh, I want to find somebody. Uh, who do I add at guard? Um, I, I need somebody good just to solidify my offensive line, especially since we're going to be running a lot of RPOs. Um, did someone take Elijah Vera Tucker? I did. Yes, Mark took him. Damn it. Um, okay. Yeah, give me Cole Strange. Cole Strange at guard, and that rounds out my offensive line. I think he's too old. Cole Strange? Uh, he turns. He turns 25 next week. Oh my God. Okay. Sounds good. I, I was like, I, I, cause I looked him up cause he was going to be on my list. <laughs> oh man. Osiris Torrance. Give me Osiris Torrance. Right. I had, I had two guard names and he was one of them, but I was contractually obligated not to throw out names because Mark still has a guard spot open. <laughs> Am okay. I oh, no, you're wrong. You're wrong. No. Okay. Hey, hey, hey. Quit trying to jump me here. <laughs> okay. So I'm up. I can wait on tight end. There's two receivers I like. So I'm going to wait on receiver. There's two linebackers I like. So I'll wait there. So I can go running back or defensive line. I'm going to go. Ooh. Give me. Uh, dang it. I got to look something up. So <laughs> I'm going to take, shoot. I'm going to take, give me a lean McNeil, a lean McNeil. He's going to be my interior defensive lineman. Uh, he's going to be, he's a great run stuffer. It uh, doesn't offer much as a pass rusher, but he was my Jordan Davis backup plan. Uh, give me a lean McNeil. And that puts Mark on the clock for two. At guard. I'll take the belly Quinn miners. That's the other guy that I was thinking of. He's crop top and all. Um, and then hmm. I'm going to go with a wide receiver, but I don't know which one to take. Um, <laughs> That's why I haven't picked yet. I was going to let you decide for me. Yeah, it's just the other ones you guys already have players at, so I might as well. Uh, I'm going to go with a Monra St. Brown. And I don't know who's playing in the slot, but we'll figure it out. Maybe see it probably CD. Um, but yeah, Amon Ross St. Brown. There's another guy who's very much a defined slot receiver. Um, I think he could play outside, but in college, he was a defined slot receiver. So I'm going to go with Amon Ross instead because Amon Ross has proven it. I don't think people realize how good Amon Ross St. Brown has been like statistically. 
he has the chance to be like easily a top three fantasy receiver this year. Um, you look at his numbers the last couple of years. I mean, he had 90 catches for 912 yards and five touchdowns his rookie year, and then 106 catches for 1,161 yards and six touchdowns last year. The only thing he lacks is kind of like the explosive plays of the other elite receivers, but he I don't think people realize how good he is. Yeah, he's been phenomenal, and he's hes one of those guys that you watch him, and I'm like, I do not understand why he's so good, but he yeah, is. It's like Cooper Cup a little bit. Yeah. Anthony on Facebook chiming in. Hey, guys. Hey, Anthony. How's it going? I uh, hope you are enjoying the show. Okay, Mark, I got a question I've got to ask you. Oh, no, I can't ask you. Dang it. Never mind. That got ruined. <laughs> that got ruined. I'll ask you later. Um, you know what? I'll just go. I'll go linebacker here. Give me Leo Chanel. Uh, I'll fill out my linebacker group. Now that puts you up for two dives. All right. Um, There's the teams right now. Um, give me Jonathan Taylor uh, out of the Indianapolis Colts. I don't think he was taken. He was a great uh, pick. Um, we're going to be a heavy rushing offense with a great offensive line. Um, and then looking at my board here, uh, I need defense. I really need defense. Um, oh, no, Kobe Dean was picked. Damn it. Um, all right. I've got my secondary roughly filled out. Um, defensive line is a struggle. Did not expect that to be so difficult. Um, let me go. Uh, a risky pick and I don't know how you guys will take this. Um, but I think, um, it makes sense given the position. Um, but can I pick Brian branch as my slot corner, uh, here? Definitely. I knew, and I knew that's what he was asking earlier. I think Brian branch is a more of a slot corner. Um, and I think, uh, that's where I'm going to put him. Yeah, that's totally fine by me. Fine by me as well. <sighs> Dang it. Okay. Mark, can I put you think how do you think Greg or Gregory Rousseau holds up as a defensive end in a three four? You're a real you're a real mean guy for doing this. <laughs> because I was gonna take him last round and I absolutely should have, and I don't know why I didn't. Because I'm a little concerned like Kevon Thibodeau and Jalen Phillips are both kind of more outside linebacker rushers. And Gregory Rousseau is more of a, like a hand in the dirt rusher, but he's still an edge rusher. Yeah. And then Aleem McNeil is like a massive behemoth run stuffer. So I'm pretty light on the defensive line. If I take Gregory Rousseau, he's pretty good in the run game though. He graded out really well in the run game. So that kind of feels like he can, he is good in the run game. And if, the other option here would be for me to take Milton Williams. And I just think Gregory Rousseau is a much better player. So I'm going to take Gregory Rousseau and we'll probably end up using him as like a D end and a three, four and pray that Aleem McNeil makes it work. So that's going to be my pick. And now you are up Mark for two. That's the guy I almost took last time before I took McNeil. Then I was like, no, I need to go look up his run grade again. I thought it was more likely you'd take a Monra than him. That's disappointing. Um, 
I'm going to take at this point, everyone that I have is uh, you guys have the positions locked up. So Christian Darisal, I think that's like a steal, but mm-hmm. I had him as my offensive tackle four. So it's not a crazy steal. It's just, I feel great about him being my best offensive tackle and that's with waiting this long. So um, I don't mind that at all. Minnesota fell in the tubes once he got hurt. Like, I think that showed his value. Um, hmm. And then I'm going to go with Josh Uche, who had an 83 PFF grade. He had 11 and a half sacks last year. Um, I'm sad that that's not Rousseau, but I'll go with Uche. Yeah, he uh, he was one that I, I didn't end up putting him on my list because I had so many like light edges already, but Uche is a really good pick. Okay. That puts me on the clock. Uh, all of my positions are locked out now, so I'll just fill up from the top down. Running back, uh, give me Brees Hall. Uh, I think Brees Hall looked really good last year before he got hurt. Uh, I think he's probably the best guy under 25 left, so uh, with you Jonathan go, Taylor off the board, I'll take Hall. You're Brees over ETN. Yeah, I think so. That was the two it came down to for me. And then if you're like really high on Jameer Gibbs, I feel like you could throw him in the conversation. We're not. None of us were crazy high on him. Right. I really wanted – I was going to take Gibbs. Like if we were making this like a competition for like fantasy points, like I think Gibbs – Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because he's going to get a lot of receptions and stuff, I think. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, in terms of just – I think Brees Hall is a better player than Gibbs. And it was close with him and uh, ETN, but I ended up going with – Hall. Quick fantasy corner. Shane can tune out for a second. Um, but uh, I, I love Jameer Gibbs for fantasy this year. Um, I'm currently going through, uh, I'm putting together my own little, you know, Google sheet with everyone's rankings on it and comparing them to my own and seeing the, the guys I'm the highest and lowest on kind of industry wide. Jameer Gibbs is one of the guys I'm highest on industry wide. I think he's worth a late second, early third round pick in fantasy. I'm not a David Montgomery guy either. So I think there's a chance that they find out he's just a guy and even try to use Gibbs more in the running game than we saw at Alabama. So I think if you use that high of a pick on Gibbs, you're probably going to want to utilize him. So I think Gibbs is going to be a, a absolute, joy to own in fantasy this year just throwing that out all right dives you are up with two picks you still have quarterback linebacker and a defensive lineman left i have three picks left right i still make every pick Mm -hmm. um all right uh running back i took jonathan taylor correct correct that's gone uh linebacker give me give me devin lloyd uh here um an athletic freak I want to write that in. What? Oh. Got it. So um, can you put up the big board real quick? Yep. You have quarterback and defensive line left, and neither one, uh, Mark and I don't have any of those available, so you can probably I don't know. pick whoever here. I don't know who the hell I'm going to pick there. Um, My God. I don't like a lot of these options. Like Brian Brzee, Kalijah Kansi. Those are the two. <laughs> it's like, just so you know, those are the like the the I, sixth. I had Devonte Wyatt, who like barely played last year. I don't like. He's him. actually too old as well. Oh really? Yeah. I thought I looked that up. He yeah, he's real old. Milton Williams and Taquan Graham are my two defensive linemen I have left on my board. I think it's oh. gonna be Kansi or Brzee, whoever you were higher on. I'm just gonna go Kansi since I already got Jordan Davis. Yeah. 
So give me a can C. I don't like it. I'll, I got to go to the bathroom. I'll be right back. Okay, that puts me on the clock. Uh, I've got a wide receiver and a tight end left. Uh, I'll go ahead and fill in my receiver now. Uh, I'll take Pat Fryermuth. You mean tight end. <laughs> or excuse me. Yeah, I meant tight end. Uh, who was actually my tight end too. Uh, Mark, how did you stack up your tight end? So I went Pitts, Fryermuth, Michael Mayer. Uh, I was surprised when Dives jumped for Dalton Kincaid there, but how did you stack up tight end? I actually didn't have Fryermuth on there. I'm not quite as high on Fryermuth. I feel like he's kind of I, – I just want a little bit more receiving than I think his ceiling is going to be. Okay. Um, and I don't think – like I think Michael Mayer is – I would prefer Mayer. Um, but I'm obviously – I was way higher on Mayer in the draft process than you were, so I feel like Mayer's just like a better version of Fryermuth. Um, but I'm biased there. And then my third one, I actually had Cole Komet. Cole Komet, um, okay. his, his second half of the year last year, um, was really, really good. Um, and so I've, he's been a guy that I've been kind of pushing for in fantasy, so that kind of sways me a little bit. Um, but it would have been Komet or Kincaid as my third one. Um, okay. I would have I leaned Komet, but I'm happy I ended up with Pitts there. Uh, Anthony chiming in on Facebook, no Frank Clark. Uh, unless there's a Frank Clark that I'm not thinking of. If you're talking about the guy that plays for the Chiefs. I think he th- meant... I think 30, he meant, so. I think oh. he meant that's what Will Anderson would be. Okay, I, I okay. Know. Maybe, maybe I'm, I'm reading him in line. Yeah, that makes more sense. Okay, he thinks Will Anderson will be another Trey Flowers or a Frank Clark type guy. Okay, I, I follow now. So I'll I'll go. I'll take my offensive tackle here, and I'll take Paris Johnson Jr. Um, there's a couple other like. There's an argument that maybe I should have taken Tyler Smith and used one of Vera Tucker, Tyler Smith at tackle. That there's probably an argument there, and I, I understand that argument. Maybe even Cody Malk. Um, but I'm going to go with Paris Johnson. Jr. Cody. I'm not going to lie. I totally forgot about Tyler Smith in this exercise. I yeah. didn't have it. I didn't have him on my list. Yeah. Would you? Would you? Do you think that would have been a better call than Paris Johnson? You're anti rookie though. Yeah. No. Uh, no. No, I don't think so. I think I would have still taken Paris Johnson there, but Tyler Smith might have caused me to hold off on Trey Smith if I'd remembered he was there because I could have played him at guard and there wouldn't have been a big drop-off. But no, I would probably go Paris Johnson still. You're saying that there's not a huge drop-off from one T. Smith to the next T. Smith? Something like that. Um, So then my safety, this is a tough one. So I'm actually, I don't know if you guys would even want to help me here. Uh, I'm very, I'm very conflicted. I I have two options and I've kind of been staring at it. Do I go with Xavier McKinney or do I go with kind of a a pick Hawk last year? I don't know if he's that good. He kind of went late in the draft. I liked him as a later draft guy, but Kirby Joseph had, he he was a pick machine in college and he, I think he had five picks last year. You won't, you won't do Keely Ringo at safety. No, I won't. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> i had my my safeties i had left were andre cisco and reed blankenship <laughs> they got pretty thin at tough. safety i think i'm a little higher on xavier mckinney than you guys are when he went out last year that it felt like they really they really lost a step but i don't think he graded out well at all i'm kind of deciding whether or not kirby joe like 
I think maybe I can kind of eat what Kirby Joseph doesn't do that well since I have Holland and Gardner and Sertain and an elite slot. That's what I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with Kirby Joseph because I'm fine with taking chances. I'm fine with him kind of playing center field and making things happen. Shane kind of said, like, what's the difference between giving up a 70-yard touchdown and a long drive? Like, Kirby Joseph's going to turn the ball over a little bit. So um, I like that. All right, that puts me up at wide receiver. And Mark? I had three guys left, Amon yeah. Ross, St. Brown, and these other two guys. Yeah, I have and two as well. I, I've been debating back and forth between Chris Olave and Jackson Smith and Jigba this whole time. Yep. And I I scouted Jackson Smith and Jigba higher than I did Chris Olave, but Chris Olave was so good last year with no quarterback. And I just think he's an incredible player. So I'm going to take Chris Olave. Had 24 explosive plays through the air last year. Uh, 14.9 yards average depth at target. So he's a deep threat guy with him and Jalen Waddle to stretch the field for me, T Higgins over the middle. I think this offense is going to be incredible. So as much as it kills me not to take Jackson Smith and Jigba, I'm going to go Chris Olave here. I'm pretty sure that there actually, there's one other player I'm going to hold off just until dives picks. Not even that he's at that position. Um, But because I think we'll do like an honorable mention segment, but Jackson Smith and Jigba and one other player are going to be very clearly the two best players that didn't get drafted in my opinion. All right. So dives the moment we've all been waiting for with the last pick of the draft. I really hope you're doing a bit here and you're about to take (laughs) Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant in this draft as well. Uh, But lay it on us. Who is the quarterback for your football team? Sam Howell. Can he pick it? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't think he works either. I think he's like he's too old. Yeah, I think he's too old. Is he really? Yeah. yeah, yeah he's he's already 25. He's older than Jalen. I know that. Yeah. 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 It's it's Jalen Hurts. Uh, the, the... No, he's he's no, he's no. I would have taken. Yeah. Hurts turns 25 in like two weeks. Nah. August 7th. Three. I promise you, I would have taken Jalen Hurts in the first round. <laughs> yeah. I would have taken Jalen Hurts over Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, same. And August seventh. Yeah. You're 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 pretty much to rookies. Like you're picking your QB one. Yeah, basically. Like there, there's some there's some QBs that are. Uh, I forget. I didn't write any of them down because I it's knew Purdy, was, Purdy, yeah. Ritter, Hal. Oh my right. god, that sucks. I was ready to counter. I was ready to counter with like, oh, the first preseason game is so and so. Um, and it's literally five days after his 25th birthday. Yeah. That sucks. <laughs> yeah. Brock Purdy, I think Bailey Zappi. Uh Mac Jones no. doesn't work. Kenny Pickett doesn't work. No, I'm gonna go Bryce Young. Um, that's the best yeah. thing I can do. Uh yeah. Bryce Young. I, I thought this was Jalen Hurts all the way. That sucks. Um, but anyway, uh, Bryce Young is a guy uh, that I think could thrive in this offense as a game manager and a guy that can kind of, you know, do some playmaking with some unbelievable playmakers. So that's disappointing. I didn't know that. <laughs> that is. I feel bad now that you were sitting on Jalen Hurts that whole time. But <laughs> all right. So here it is. Uh, I will read off our teams. Then we'll maybe throw out a few honorable mention guys that just missed. So. Uh, should I do like the entire team or do like each offense and then each defense? No, I, I don't even, I, I think maybe you go through yours. I'll go through mine and then dives goes through his. 
Okay, so okay, so here we go. Uh, Dibes, I'll read yours off here first. You can tell me what you think. So at quarterback, Dibes has Bryce Young. At running back, Jonathan Taylor. A wide receiver trio of Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, and Garrett Wilson with tight end Dalton Kincaid. His offensive line is Rashawn Slater, Peter Skaronsky, John Michael Schmitz, Osiris Torrance, and Panay Suell. On defense, uh, his defensive front is Aiden Hutchinson, Jordan Davis, Kalijah Kansi, and Will Anderson Jr. Linebackers Patrick Queen and Devin Lloyd with a secondary of cornerbacks Tariq Woolen, Christian Gonzalez, and Brian Branch with safeties Jaquan Brisker and Talana Hufanga. Uh, Dives, what do you think about your team, how it turned out, strengths, weaknesses? What do you think? I really like my team. Obviously, Bryce Young is the biggest wild card here. Um, big time. Uh, big time when you compare it to other quarterbacks. Um, I like my combination of playmakers on offense. Uh, it's outrageous when you, especially when you consider, you know, pass protection with a Rashawn Slater and a Penny Sewell and uh, that interior of Skaronsky and Torrance and um, uh, Schmitz, who I, who I'm, you know, specifically high on. On defense, uh, it's a little bit less, but I think I've got, Guys with really high upside, like Aiden Hutchinson, Tariq Woolen, um, Will Anderson Jr., uh, Jaquan Brisker, Hufanga. Like, I think all those guys are really nice playmakers. Uh, so overall, I would probably give it a B. Um, it didn't go the way I thought it was going to go, especially with quarterback. Like, I thought that was a slam dunk. And it kind of just changed my entire thought process. Um, overall, though, a uh, little worried about Jordan Davis and Kansi on the interior for sure. Um, yeah, B sounds right. All right. Uh, for my team, I have quarterback Trevor Lawrence, running back Brees Hall, wide receiver trio of Jalen Waddell, T. Higgins, and Chris Olave with tight end Pat Fryermuth. Uh, offensive line of Andrew Thomas, Landon Dickerson, Creed Humphrey, Trey Smith, and Tristan Wirfs. On defense, my front is Jalen Phillips, Aleem McNeil, Gregory Rousseau, Kevon Thibodeau with linebackers Nick Bolton and Leo Chenal. I also have cornerback trio AJ Terrell, Trevon Diggs, and Asante Samuel Jr. with safeties Kyle Hamilton and Cameron Curl. Uh, overall, I really like how my team turned out. I, I think I think I went too heavy on the offensive line. Like I ended up with my top guy at each offensive line spot, and I probably overinvested there a little bit, but getting Trevor Lawrence and the receiver group that I have, I really like, uh, I, I'm weaker. You know, I had third choice at running back and tight end. I'm a little weaker there, but, uh, my biggest concern is my defensive front against the run. Aleem McNeil is really good, but other than that, I've kind of got like a defensive end and two like stand up linebackers. So I'm pretty light there in the box. Uh, I really like my safety group. Uh, so yeah, overall I'll give mine like a half a mark higher than dives. <laughs> all right and that brings us to mark's team with justin fields at quarterback running back Bijan robinson wide receiver Devonte smith cd lamb and amon ross st brown he has tight end kyle pitts an offensive line of paris johnson jr elijah vera tucker tyler linderbaum quinn miners and christian derisaw on the defensive front, he has Josh Uche, Christian Barmore, Jalen Carter, and Micah Parsons with linebackers Jeremiah Owusu-Koromoa and Nakobe Dean. 
His cornerbacks are Sauce Gardner, Patrick Sertan, the second, and Trent McDuffie with safeties, Javon Holland and Kirby Joseph. Mark, what do you, how do you feel about your team? I love it. Um, if I regret anything, it is I felt like Will Anderson went way too late. I felt like I could I should have taken him a little earlier and I could have paired him with Parsons and Carter, but I felt like I had taken so much on the defensive end at that point. So I felt like I had to take some offensive players. I also did do a good job at safety, Holland and Joseph. I didn't got I got my my number three safety and my number six safety. So I wish I would have done a little better there, but love what I did at corner. Um, love what I did at interior D line. Love what I did at receiver and tight end. And I think for as late as I took offensive line, I feel really good about my offensive line. Um, so I, I like how I did here. Oh, and by the way, since as as my my mem- my kind of my role on chalk talk here is as a kicker enthusiast. Um, I support kickers. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I, I support kickers' rights. I would never say negative things about the position what? and how necessary it is mm-hmm. <laughs> to the sport. Um, so I would like to say that my kicker is Jake Moody, who went with the 99th pick um, to the San Francisco 49ers this year in the draft. Smart pick by the Niners. Definitely not a waste of resources at all. Uh, really good pick by the Niners. Yeah, and their first pick. pick by me here. Yeah, first pick of the draft for them, too. So, uh, all right. Is there anybody uh, who are the best guys that got left off this list? Anybody surprised didn't make it? We talked, we touched on Jackson Smith and Jigba. Uh, I thought Michael Mayer would probably get drafted. Uh, anybody else that stood out to you guys that you thought might have got drafted and didn't? I've got a few. Yeah. Should I go? Go yeah. ahead. Yeah. Uh, Drake London uh, for the Atlanta Falcons is a really good one. Uh, Zay Flowers. I was really considering as my slot guy uh, in between Fields and Chase. That'd be really, really fun. Uh, Josh Jacobs, Damian Pierce, uh, Devin Witherspoon uh, did not get picked. Joey Porter Jr. Mm -hmm. uh, are some of the big ones for me. My number one guy, and unless I didn't see him get picked, unless one of you guys took him, J.C. Horn. No one took J.C. Horn. Uh -uh. Uh-uh. He's 23, too. So uh, I – J.C. Horn was actually my CB four was my CB four um, oh, wow. behind Sauce Sertain and Woolen. I had Horn, Horn as my CB four, so I I really really like Horn. I think Horn and JSN are the two best guys that didn't get drafted personally, and then I'd probably put Mayer after that. Um, I'm looking around my list here um, in terms of linebackers. Malcolm Rodriguez had a pretty good year for Detroit last year. I had him there. If I didn't take Dean, it would have been him. Um, Brian Brzee, but Dives kind of mentioned him um, when he went through his decision-making process for Cansey. Cansey was the right pick there, too, especially for his for his fit. Miles um, Murphy and Tyree Wilson, if you wanted to go, like, rookie at edge. I think mm-hmm. I love both of those guys. I definitely considered it instead of Uche. Um, if you wanted to go wild and roll the dice, Chase Young, if you think 2020 is possible again. Uh, at this point, I'd, I'd be skeptical. Um, that pretty much does it. Yeah, Tyler Smith, Cody Mock, um, Roger Jones. That, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Martin Emerson Jr. is another corner that I had. Mm-hmm. I mean, I he was like him. my CB9, so that was my worst-case scenario CB. But uh, he's a good young player that deserves a shout-out oh, as well. Tyson Campbell as well is another one another one who could get a shout-out. And if Dives didn't take Bryce Young, I would say the top quarterback. I would have taken Young as well. But the top quarterback after that's Stroud, in my opinion. 
I cannot believe that A, Mark didn't take Emmanuel Forbes, and B, Shane did not take Darnell Washington. I'm Forbes is still my like CB4. I was just <laughs> I was just a lot higher on him than you guys were, but I had him behind like Porter and Gonzalez and Witherspoon. I thought that was a lot. Yeah. yeah. Now, as much as I love Darnell Washington for my tight end one, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Darnell Washington's my 12 personnel tight end, and we were going to 11, so I couldn't do it. I should have considered it with Fields and Bijan. Just went all, just block for us. That would have been crazy. So. All right. Well, that is going to about wrap it up for this episode of Chalk Talk. We'll post these teams out after I get the graphic all cleaned up and uh, tweet it out from the Chalk Talk account. You guys can let us know what you think. Let us know who you think drafted the best team. Uh, before we get out of here, Dives, any final thoughts? Anything you want to plug? The floor is yours. Nah, man. Just follow Chalk Talk. Uh, thanks for having me on, guys. Uh, this is fun. Uh, it's fun to kind of revisit these things. I think we should have like a continuous, like quarterly uh, report on these teams and see where we're at because like this is this is what I this is the shit I love, as you guys know. So uh, this is really fun. All right. Well, thanks for joining us. Uh, maybe we'll do that this year. We didn't really check in on it until the very end of the year last year. So, uh, Mark, I'll throw it to you. Any final thoughts? Anything you want to plug? The floor is yours. No, but we're finally, you know, I think there's only six or seven more weeks without football or without regular season football. And the Hall of Fame game is coming up in, I believe, the next week. So I think this is the last week that we will have to deal with without football. So we're getting closer. I'm already I've like had a couple ideas for for pods and shows like we got to do our NFC East draft. Like for a while there, it felt like we had to come up with ideas to to to, you know, have good shows in the offseason. And now I'm like, wait, can we fit in like all the things? We, I want to do? <laughs> we, still, we still have to do our like drafting offensive rookie of the year, defensive rookie of the year, yeah. Super Bowl winners, that that show, too. So. And I mean, Over-unders. I'm so ready for football. We might have a, like an hour review of the Hall of Fame game or something. I don't know. <laughs> you should you should do that with like the snake style too. That'd be really fun. Yeah, we did. Our, our we did last year, yeah. and when we drafted Super Bowl winners, Mark chose all AFC teams, and I chose all <laughs> NFC teams. <laughs> I won that. I won that. <laughs> I won the overall draft by one. Yeah. It was like four to three or something like that. It was one of the rookies of the year that decided it, I think. I forget which one. So, anyways, all right. Well, uh, for my final thought, I just noticed, and I have no idea why our little logo up in the top right-hand corner doesn't have the with Shane and Mark tag under it. No idea why. But, (laughs) anyways, uh, you can – Actually, I don't know what my final thought is. I don't have a final thought, so I'm just going to get us out of here. So thank you, everybody, for joining us for episode number 115 of Chalk Talk. If you enjoy what you heard on the show, and let's be honest, we know that you do, be sure you smash that subscribe button. Turn on notifications so you don't miss the next episode. Drop us a five-star rating and review wherever you stream your podcasts. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, YouTube, and threads at NFL. I've been posting a bunch of stuff about man and zone coverage rates. I'm going to start digging into QB play action rates and RPO rates and uh, some of that stuff this next week. So keep it tuned there for that stuff. Uh, you can follow Mark on Twitter at Mark Henry Jr. Underscore dives at Mr. Crockpot. We will catch you guys next time.